Well... I want to be a WWE superstar. You know, when we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! Folks, another edition of the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling with your host, Mr. Green. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. And for those that are not aware, the uh, podcast has expanded a bit. Quick pat on the back for us. Uh, if you have not found it already or you're looking for other places that you can uh, either stream or download the podcast, you can catch it on TuneIn Radio. Google Play Music, Podbean.com, iTunes, all of those good locations are places that you can find this particular podcast, which will be filled with interviews and reviews and so on and so forth. And of course, if all of those are too difficult, you can go on to WPNWrestling.com, because we encourage that. That is the, uh, the focal point of everything that the Women's Pro Wrestling Network does. And everything that we produce, and certainly there are links uh, to everything that is created that you can kind of span off, including the videos. Of course, you know, the videos are always good. And and for those that uh, listen to podcasts on YouTube, that we upload some of those there as well. Of course, uh, as this goes on, I think some more exclusive content will begin to exist within the uh, the Podbean realm or, or something of that nature. We're still going to work out the bugs on that. But as it is right now, all of those platforms, all of those venues are available to you to uh, uh, check out this particular podcast, and we appreciate you for doing it. Uh, as I record this, we have new champions in the uh, world of women's pro wrestling uh, pretty much across the board. Um, I don't want to shortchange this lady because I've said publicly on a couple of occasions, uh, you know, Mercedes Martinez is probably one of my uh, favorites that is on the landscape of pro wrestling. And she just recently won the WSU championship. This is her third go around. And it is a championship for a company that you know, arguably she helped make. I mean, I, I think if I'm remembering it correctly, that she held it for close to two years uh, during her initial run and that, that was pr pretty much by design uh, the company was looking to build itself and at that time she was probably the most accomplished performer and, pro and still is in, in my view and she took on everybody she had some classic matches up there some hours you know the thing, I believe the longest recorded Iron Woman match in history, like a like an hour and ten minutes or something, something like that, is ridiculously long. Uh, steel cage matches, ladder matches, and and, and she took on uh, just a slew of people up and down the uh, the board. So, 
Congratulations to Mercedes Martinez. And if you haven't seen any of those matches, I would encourage you to track them down and, and find some of them. They're, they're really good. Uh, also, uh, I guess big congratulations go out to Kiara Hogan, Girl on Fire, who uh, is an Atlanta-based wrestler. But, of course, she is spreading her seeds across the uh, independent wrestling circuit and has recently won her first major championship. Uh, that being the uh, Spirit Championship, also in WSU. So congratulations to her. I'm sure that will go a long way in kind of solidifying her uh, status as one of the up-and-coming stars in the world of women's wrestling. Um, who else? Naomi. Na yeah, I, how could I almost forget that? Naomi. Naomi won the SmackDown Women's title. She finally won. She finally won her championship. Uh, I went into that match predicting her to win, but not really expecting her to win, to be quite honest with you. Uh, you know, I, she had been slated to win the championship sometime in the past. Well, I, I shouldn't say the SmackDown championship sometime in the past, but she had been slated to win a championship sometime in the past. Uh, the, the Divas title, to be more specific, uh, when she was starting to get hot. But the problem was is that, she a I think she she had some injuries at back at that time and she also got hot around the time when they had Nikki Bella holding the championship and they were hell bent on having Nikki break that record that AJ had put out and nobody or nothing was going to stop that didn't matter that Naomi was uh, kind of pulling into her own and becoming a good wrestler and and all that good stuff so she got derailed some some time ago and uh, it is. It is very, I'm sure, rewarding for her and certainly rewarding for the fans to see her finally get that championship, finally get over that hump. And she never really had the opportunity to do what the uh, other girls that came out of NXT were able to do. They, they were able to sell themselves on the idea of, you know, we're great wrestlers. And they had some kick-ass matches out in NXT, of course, wrestling each other. And, and of course, you know, I'm speaking of the, the four horsewomen of NXT, Becky Lynch, Bayley, Sasha Banks, Charlotte. And, that, and they, they made their careers based off of just the fact that they were good in the ring. And Naomi has never really had the opportunity to show that. You know, she, she's always been kind of perceived as very athletic, and she's shown that she can be very athletic, but she hasn't had the chance to have that killer match she had a good match with alexa bliss but we're still kind of waiting on that killer match so she can show the world that she has every bit the right of being you know in that that division and that she can go with the best of them as anybody else uh also on raw uh bailey won her championship i'm a little bit more hesitant about bailey winning the championship. first of all congratulations to her for doing it because you know we all know her, her story she's she a big fan and uh, she got the opportunity to get into the business. She wrestled under the guys, uh, under the moniker, I should say, of Devina Rose on the independent circuit. Uh, got signed into WWE, changed her name to Bailey. Had this long, long, long build to her winning the, the NXT Women's Championship, which is a great match. Of course, everybody, you know, they still talk about today, her versus Shasta Banks at the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Uh, and then she gets called up to the main roster, and now she has finally done it. She Not only did she do it, but she headlined a Monday Night Raw to do it. And that's that's a huge accomplishment in and of itself that she won the title and uh, headlined Raw in the same night. 
the only issue that I have here is that this is the fourth or fifth time that the women's championship on Raw has turned over in a in a main event setting. And Charlotte, <coughs> excuse me, up until this point has always gotten the title back. She's always gotten the title back. And in fact, it hasn't even, you know, they, they usually don't even last, oh gosh, maybe a week before it turns back over. The title, if we look at the number of changes, I think she's a four-time Raw Women's Champion. So she's turned it over from WrestleMania to now about four or five times and never lost on a pay-per-view. So she would lose it on Raw, win it back, lose it on Raw, win it back, lose it on Raw, win it back. Look, Sasha Banks is a three-time champion, but she's never had a run as as the uh, as the champion holder. Only Charlotte's had it. And as many times that title has changed hands, there's only been two people up until this, up until Bailey won. There's only been two people who actually held the belt. Uh, SmackDown has three people right now, you know, and, and at least each of them have had, you know, uh, excluding Naomi because she just got it, but each of them have had at least a moderate run with the title just to hold on to it for uh, a reasonable, you know, a couple of months, if not, you know, weeks at minimum to be able to say that I was the champion and, you know, I had a, a good little run with the title. So I, I am concerned about that, particularly considering that they've already leaked rumors that the title is going to be vacated uh, because um, the interference that took place in the match, that uh, Sasha Banks came out to try to help Bailey to, to put it in context, Dana Brooke came, which I was just wondering where she was. I hadn't seen her in a while. But she came down to help Charlotte, which uh, stopped Bailey from winning. But then Charlotte got the... Uh, uh, the figure eight locked in on her. Sasha Banks came down to help, and behind referee's back, she jammed a crutch into Charlotte's sternum. And so Bailey picks her up and then takes her over the the belly to belly. Boom, one, two, three, she wins the championship. And then, and then the story came out after Raw went off that Bailey is due to be stripped of the title, and uh, they're going to walk into WrestleMania with the title vacated. And, and I assume, kind of repeat the process that they did last year, we're going to going to have a vacant title and and one of these three, possibly four women to walk out, the fourth being Nia Jax. So, uh, again, I'm a little hesitant to kind of jump on the Bailey bandwagon because of those rumors, but all in all, congratulations to her and congratulations to all the ladies that I just met, mentioned ahead of this uh, for their championship wins. It's, a, it's very, very good for, for all of them. Now, to get into the, um, uh, the meat of the, the, the podcast, Noelle Foley wanted to be a WWE superstar. And I use those terms specifically because she has uh, specifically stated, I want to be a WWE superstar. If you watched Holy Foley, the uh, reality TV show that airs on the WWE Network, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you have not or, you, or if you do not subscribe to the network, uh, the context of that is, of course, this reality TV show that follows the, fam the Foley family around. The two stars of that being uh, Mick Foley, of course, and Noel Foley. That's pretty much what they have banked this this show on. And they, they have uh, all the other kids there. They have his son, Dewey, and <coughs> his wife, and I think his two younger uh, children there. But it's basically Mick and Noel that have been uh, kind of the 
the focal point. So within that, they have Noelle who has begun training, and she uh, I I forget the the wrestling school that she trains up at. I, I actually posted it some months ago on uh, the WPN Facebook page. If you haven't gone there, please do uh, and, and uh, like the page. But I did post it up there, and she she has been wrestling at a, a local wrestling facility in New York. Um, and she's been, you know, they, they got the footage of her kind of doing what she's doing and, and getting herself in shape and training the cardio and in the ring. And, and she's also been able to get down to the performance center. Uh, she's uh, been in the ring with Sasha Banks. She's been in the ring with Becky Lynch. She's had a sit-down conversation with Charlotte Flair, and, you know, who probably has more insight to what she's going to face than anybody else. Uh, Charlotte telling her, look, you know, um, you're, you're going to be viewed as – your dad's daughter no matter what <laughs> they're, they're gonna they're gonna assume that you're here solely because of that which is you know partially partially true and 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 i would say a huge part of that is true you know charlotte got that gig because her dad was rick flair and she knows that but she also worked very hard to kind of pull herself out of her dad's shadow which she's done an outstanding job of doing uh but getting back to noelle the issue, I wouldn't say the issue because that, that kind of has a negative vibe on us, but the, the concern that I have with Noel in that particular position is the statement of I want to be a WWE superstar opposed to I want to be a wrestler. Uh, there are many people who have signed on to the WWE that have gone into developmental and have n- almost never seen the light of day. That is the concern because – Again, going back to the Holy Foley uh, reality show, her father right now is not all that convinced that she's ready to be in the ring. And I, I think he's stated stuff like, she, you know, she's in there smiling. She doesn't take the uh, the bumps as well as she could and uh, things of that nature. Now, if this were three, four, five years ago, I don't think that would have made a difference in the world. Because that would have still been within the confines of the diva era. And the diva era, it didn't matter if you knew how to wrestle. Uh, and all due respect to some of the ladies that kind of signed on within that divas era. I mean, I can't discount all of them. And I can't discount the ones that learned in route of, you know, being signed on without any experience. Uh, you take somebody like a Michelle McCool, a Trish Stratus, so on and so forth. Uh, even, the, even the Bella Twins, you know. Sorry, I got to give them credit where credit's due. I know some people got some hate for the Bella Twins, but I got I got to give credit where it's due. Uh, they at least made the effort and and became competent. Some people got better than others, but they at least got competent. Um, and then you have the other side of that coin: people who didn't learn at all and, and never had a reason to learn, like Rosa Mendez, who coincidentally announced her retirement for wrestling, even though she hadn't been there in over a year. Uh, but <laughs> Congratulations to her all the same Motherhood and all that good stuff um, Eva Marie who you know that, that has been the running joke with her Is that she hasn't learned how to wrestle uh, Hasn't needed to learn how to wrestle was, Appeared on TV before she even knew Halfway what she was doing in the ring All solely based on the fact that she was a very attractive looking girl She got by on her look And that was fine within the Divas era And if Noelle was 
going to be a WWE superstar at that point in time wouldn't have a problem at all. The, the issue now has become is that the wrestling has become the focal point. The wrestling has become the thing that the ladies have stood on to uh, be the stars that they are. Uh, of course, you know, your Charlotte, your Bailey, your Sasha Banks, your Becky Lynch, and even the other girls, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, and so on and so forth. Uh, the ones that are good in the ring are the ones that get the most TV time within the ring now, and and the ones that aren't have been played off into the to the background. Uh, Alicia Fox, I never thought was bad, but what is she doing right now? She's basically just kind of reverted into being a valet, and the only time that she came out is when they needed an extra body to kind of fill space. Uh, within the uh the survivor series match and, and somebody for Nia Jax to kind of throw around. Outside of that, she really doesn't do that much. And that's what I concern with with Noelle. Is she jumping the gun? Is she getting in there too soon? Is she going to go into being a WWE superstar and so focused on being a WWE superstar opposed to being a good wrestler that it short changes her. Now her being Mick Foley's daughter is going to get her a job within the WWE regardless. And I, and I think it's common knowledge that that is going to happen. I mean, that that is probably a, a very easy prediction to put down. She's going to get a gig within the WWE. She's already been used on their, their top 10 videos. She's already appeared uh, to help promote Holy Foley. She's already been on the podcast with her dad. So, you know, she's basically half a foot in the door as it is. Uh, the only thing that she's missing, that in, I guess, perceptively, is that she doesn't know how to operate in the ring, which is what she wants to do. Uh, but the, the when I think about her and this situation, I go into what, oddly enough, what Jeff Jarrett said uh, when he was telling his story about how he, when he was in Memphis and kind of just starting out, he was given a call from WCW ahead of his term in WWE you know, as Double J, he said he was offered a gig there. You know, and he wanted to go. And his father said, "No, you're not. You're not ready." And and in hindsight, he was on that video saying, "My dad was right because it's so often now that you see people sign that contract and go into uh, the WWE and get on that main stage who haven't developed. They haven't learned. They haven't developed an act. And I certainly do not want to criticize NXT, but NXT, as good as it is, and they, they have a, you know, by looking at their facility, you know, on, online and all that stuff like that, they have a great program, great facility, great place for them to learn, but some of them people do not get the chance to learn like they should. Uh, some get called up just because. Dana Brooke is not a overly accomplished wrestler. She's a good-looking girl, and she has a great physique and had a good gimmick as the total diva, which they don't even call her that anymore because they don't want to use the term divas now. Uh, but she uh, she got called up before she was ready. Dana Brooke has not had a good match in NXT to constitute her being up there. There are people that have been on that Breaking Ground TV show on the network that got signed on to uh, the developmental deals who've never been seen again one of which i know but you know i won't go into that you know i haven't seen her since that point uh and and 
And just judging by this particular person's indie record, I, I don't even think that she wrestled for a solid year before <laughs> before she signed on. She got in there because she gave a great promo. She had a good look, and they liked her. All right, let's sign up, and we'll train her how to do the rest. The problem is, is that NXT as a brand is almost, you know, it's not even developmental anymore. It's a third brand, and, and it's, it's kind of dependent on people kind of coming in and being ready to rock and roll. And if they aren't, they they get left behind. They want people that's good on TV, and that kind of, that puts them in a bad position. That places them in a bad spot where they have to get people that are advanced or advanced beyond their years, like Charlotte was. Charlotte was advanced beyond her years, but she also had the benefit of being there at FCW too, where it wasn't a lot of eyeballs on them, and it wasn't that much pressure to be a good product for the network. Now NXT's got to be a good product for the network. It's touring, you know, it's got to be good for that. And yeah, they got house shows, and I'm pretty sure those those same people I'm talking about had, that haven't been on TV probably show up at the house shows and whatnot. But still, you know, it, it it's kind of keeping them from uh, taking that next next step because they haven't uh, been able to uh, get the the training that they should. Opposed to people who came in already trained, and the only thing they really needed NXT for was to get used to the WWE style. Your Sami Zayn's, your Kevin Owens, your Bailey's, your Sasha Banks. And people forget that those two were indie girls before they came in there. Charlotte is just a freak of nature. She just learned really, really fast. Uh, not Sasha Banks. I already named her. Uh, Becky Lynch. <clears throat> Austin Aries, Samoa Joe. I mean, you could go down the list of the, uh, of the people that they went out of their way to sign so they could keep the brand alive and to keep to make the brand hot. And that's what they did. But it it is uh, – it's a unique situation where it's developmental, but it's kind of not really developmental anymore. Uh, my suggestion, if I had any kind of forum to give an open open call out to Noelle Foley, is that she's already training at a third-party wrestling company or facility. I, I Again, I forget the name. Sorry. It's on the Facebook page. You can scroll down and look at it. <clears throat> I would say at this stage of the game, she should probably hit the independence. Why should she hit the independence and, and forego the WWE you know, as, as a uh, superstar? Well, one, because she would probably be able to go in and out of the WWE as she, I don't want to say as she pleases, but she'll probably be able to get in and out of there the way that she's doing right now. She's not signed to the WWE, but she has appeared on the WWE Network, so I don't think that that's going to go anywhere should she decide to stay on the independents. That's the first thing. The second thing is is that she will probably get more out of going on the independents and learning who Noelle Foley is in the ring uh, <clears throat> rather than being in the developmental center. Developmental center has a lot of people there, and they got a lot of trainers and everything, uh, but her being out on the, the road, having the step in the ring with some people that are really, really good and some people who are really, really bad <laughs> will, will teach you a lot. It, it'll teach you a lot just to fail. And that You learn a lot more by screwing up than you do by just getting things perfectly successfully, handed to you on a silver platter. You know, and, and it shows. The WWE record of that shows. If you don't believe it, where is Curtis Axel today? 
he started out good. He they gave him Paul Heyman. They you know he had a, a, a reasonable gimmick and all that stuff like that. But where did he go past that? He wasn't ready. And because he's in the WWE and he's on a on a pretty high a reasonable pay scale, he probably doesn't want to leave. Not many people are going to do what Cody Rose did and say, you know, I'm better than this. Let me go. Let me go show the world. He probably is like a lot of people that's in there that come in, show up at catering, sit down, and just happen to collect the check and stay underneath the radar until they decide that either A, we want to use you, or B, while we're paying this guy, we're going to have to cut him loose. Noel needs to do something before it gets, you know, before that potential situation shows up. She needs to go out. There, there are so many girls out there on the independent circuit that she could be working and that she can learn stuff from just within her that region alone within that company that she's training with there's willow nightingale sonia strong you know uh aria cadenza she goes down a little bit further you got your mistress belmont you got girls that come up up into the new york area like uh jesse bell smothers and casey carla she will learn something regardless just being in the ring with them and being in the ring with girls that aren't that experienced she'll learn what not to do she'll learn how to how to handle the fans she'll, she will have developed a name outside of just being Mick Foley's daughter yes I understand she, she's got the look and everything that the WWE would like but arguably speaking this is just one man's opinion as they say Arguably speaking, it would be better for her long-term career, not not the short-term, but the long-term in-ring career. Let me specify that because she could probably do, you know, hosting and interviews and all that stuff tomorrow if she felt like doing it. But for her in-ring long-term career, it'd probably be better if she went out on the onto the wrestling circuit and got that experience underneath her, just so she could say Noelle Foley as a wrestler opposed to a WWE superstar, and that will get her a, a long-standing gig inside of WWE because at this stage of the game, NXT wants the talent. They want the talent. They want the people that's able to do it. So that's my opinion about the whole matter. Uh, I do appreciate you sticking in and listening to this particular podcast. Uh, again, if you are unaware of the the, the, uh, the locations that you can get it tune in radio itunes google play music podbean youtube all of those platforms are great you can uh, check them all out and download or stream if you are going to please uh, follow on one of those various platforms the platform of your, of your choice uh, if the subscriptions help and it's free it's not gonna hurt you at all it, it don't bite it's not going to bite you. It's not going to kill you to, to hit a like button or subscribe or follow or whatever. Whatever you happen to be coming across this, uh, whether that's Facebook, uh, Twitter, so on. And by the way, follow us on Twitter, WPN Wrestling. Same thing as the website, WPNWrestling.com. Uh, we have uh, videos available on the Women's Wrestling Network on YouTube. You uh, love those. If you're a fan of Women's Wrestling, then you need to go and check those out. And, of course, uh, like I said, Facebook, Women's Pro Wrestling Network. It's all there, all up and down the board. So thank you for tuning in to this. Appreciate your time. Be sure to check us out for the next one when we go into WOW and their Friday Night Fights, the return of WOW, and the transition that they're making into being what I feel is independent promotion. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs in Pro Wrestling. 
If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening. <laughs>